Hey guys, welcome back to the Crystal Sisters podcast. This week, me and Lexi are here to talk about going with the flow. Uh, This talk is spurred on by a book that I'm reading right now, and it's called The Surrender Experiment. Um, It's by Michael A. Singer, and he is also the author of The Untethered Soul, which is a really popular book. Some of you may have read it. Um, But this book, The Surrender Experiment, is literally him talking about his life and how surrendering his life to the flow of the universe absolutely changed his life, like, in such an incredible way. So he started off as a hippie, living in a van. Money did not matter to him. All he cared about was his spiritual practices, meditating for, like, five hours a day, yoga, he barely ate any food, zero dollars to his name, like he didn't care about anything other than his spiritual practices and and continuing along that line for himself. Um, and then he, through like his lessons of his meditations and, and events, he decided to surrender everything that was he he surrendered his life to the universe and the universal flow of energy. And so it's just such an amazing story because by the end, he has a $300 million company and a temple. And it's just so crazy how listening to his story and reading the story, I literally can't stop reading. I've I've been reading this book for like less than a week and it's already three quarters done. So I've been really engulfed in this book Um, and just so many realizations on my behalf as well about going with the flow and surrendering to the universe and thinking back on like the events that have come up in my life and how, you know, if we just completely surrendered and said yes to anything the universe sent our way, with disregard from what your mind is telling you, because it's always going to say, no, don't do it. If you just followed those things with like such determination and never ever stopping until, you know, you do a redirect or something more comes up for you. Just imagine how your life could look like the possibilities are unlimited. Uh, So it's just been a cool way for me to like think about my life and how I want to move forward and me and Lexi felt inspired to speak about this and how going with the flow can really really affect your life in a positive way. It seems very fitting for me right now because I'm just finishing up with a job and in a few weeks I'll be home again and my mind is saying like oh, shouldn't you be worried? Like, shouldn't you be feeling anxious that you don't have a plan? You know, where's your abundance going to come from? This, 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 and this. And it's like, in our human minds, it can feel like you're almost trapped inside. What are those games called? Oh, pinball, like a pinball machine. (laughs) It's like, ting, 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 anxiety, nervousness, unknown. when there is unknowns because the human tendency i feel like especially for women is to micromanage and have to have a plan and at times that's definitely me especially when there is um a big unknown in my life so just this need to trust and surrender and go with the flow has been overwhelming lately in the best of ways. So I'm really looking forward now to going home and doing just that, you know, surrendering myself to the flow. And it's not that I don't have things to do or um, passion projects or, you know, sources of income at home, but it's like, your brain puts up such a block for you, Mm -hmm. for all of us. And um, me and Carly have just finished up on a program led by our grandma, Sherry Lane. And for me, it was the total 
eye-opener, kick in the butt, and tools to keep me, like, sure-footed down my path. So utilizing the tools I've learned and really feeling the energetic amplification and, like, sureness in myself, I think, is just setting me on a good path to really following my heart and getting out of my head. And in this day and age, that can be tricky because... There's so many logistical aspects of life that we do need to use our head for, but it's almost like we're programmed as a society to just be sheep and follow the leader. And that gets you into this like mundane routine of living, living from your head. And it's almost like you feel like the heart pings And your desires and you still get those gut nudges and gut feelings that we do listen to. But at the end of the day, the mind always overrides. And the more I've learned and the more I've experienced, I personally am moving away from that. I'm moving away from letting my micromanaging brain control me. Because that really is causing an unbalance in my body. And it almost is like shutting me down from being alive, being lit up. Because when when your heart is being compromised, um, not like physically, but energetically, and when you're when you're feeling the emotions from your heart and like the pings from the universe and messages, but then just continuing with life and not actually falling through with those things. Um, it does, it's shutting you off to literally every possibility that is available to you. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So that's where I'm at. Yes. And When you are in times of uncertainty, just like Lexi had just mentioned, we have seen firsthand the power of manifestation and co-creation and how setting the intention that here, here's an example that I, I just, just popped into my head. So, okay. Uh, my job is about to go away. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't know where this money's going to come from. You print out your bills, all of the money that you need every month to live. You slap it on the wall with a note on it that says, universe, this needs to be handled and walk away. And literally whatever comes up for you, when your mind, when, when an opportunity comes up for you and your mind says, oh, no, that doesn't make sense. I'm not good at that. Or that's, why would I ever do that? You literally tell your mind to shut up and take a back seat, slap it once or twice and say yes. Allow your higher voice to speak through you. Say yes and go with determination on that path and do not give up on it like that is the second major piece is to to act upon those things relentlessly and continue to follow them so michael singer the the author of this book that i'm reading he says that his formula for success was just like so simple (laughs) and it is to do whatever is put in front of you with all your heart and soul without regard for personal results. Do the work as though it were given to you by the universe itself because it literally was. Mm -hmm. So to like go after those things with your heart and soul. Oh, can you feel that? I can feel that. (laughs) Yes. And here is a legitimate tangible tool that I just learned about just started integrating and it has been transformational for me because I know we all do this and um as I was just explaining I'm trying to break the habit of living living through 
my thoughts, living and making decisions from my mind and starting to, you know, do that, but from my heart. And when you're feeling like your thoughts are bouncing back and forth about something, or you can't just forget something that happened that causing you a bit of anxiety, or you're just finding like that you're churning ideas and thoughts in your mind and you can't just be and be quiet. You need to envision an infinity symbol. And this symbol, wherever you feel um, like intuitively needs to be placed, can either go from left to right, like with the center of the infinity being placed in the center of your head, left to right, balancing your left and right sides of your brain, or front to back, frontal lobe to back, balancing, obviously, front to back. (laughs) Um, But... Holy smokes, this just totally shuts down the, like, loading button, loading button, loading button in your brain that it sometimes can feel like we're stuck in. And obviously, you know, when you're in a moment like that, you just can't get over out of your head and you're feeling like you're stewing about, you're feeling like you're stewing about something, do this. Like, this is a tool and it does work. Um, mm-hmm. Just had to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. So another thing that has come up in the book and also come up in my life as well recently is um, kind of like the separation between, you know, your outer world and your life and your spirituality. So a lot of people think that it, this needs to be separated. And I used to do this to myself unintentionally. So I would go away to work and be on these long shifts, long days, surrounded by people all the time. And I would completely turn off all of my, you know, tools or spirituality side of things. And then I would get lost and <laughs> backlogged and I'd start feeling crappy and oh, I wonder why. Um, but it, it's really like a realization that we can integrate these tools and this so-called, I guess, spirituality into the everyday things. And that is truly where the power lies. You know, if you're a very spiritual person and you set out three hours a day, every day to meditate at 8am, 12 and 5pm, Like, sure, you're integrating that into your life, but it's running your life because it has you on this schedule. Um, Not to say that I've ever done that because I don't run by any schedules. But the, the author of the book did this. And then he came to the realization that, like, the universe was pushing him to in to incorporate his spirituality into his everyday life. And that is where the magic lies, because that is where we are provided the lessons the lessons that we need to learn to up-level and awaken even more and even more and evolve. So, yeah, a quote from the book is, when mental concepts separating worldly and spiritual dissolve, everything appears as the miraculous perfection of the flow of life. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And it is so true. I mean, I've been there as well. I was working a job that I resented got to a point of resenting and you do just have to almost well at that time I felt like I had to just shut off my soul self and just nose to the grindstone and work and get through it until I had my days off and could be home and you know go back to my quote-unquote normal and like happy life Mm -hmm. and just what you said, that's exactly the opposite of what you should be doing. Because why do you think that in the times of need the most for yourself personally, why do we think that we should, that the way to get through it is just to shut everything off and just grind your way through it? Like, in fact, it should be, you know, the opposite. You should be embracing your soul self and, you know, living living by your intuition and your connection to that that is greater than you because 
by completely shutting yourself off in a difficult time, (laughs) it's only going to be more difficult and it's only going to last longer that way. Um, But when you can really embrace your soul self and connect and stay in tune and in touch with the universal flow of energy, especially in the times where you feel you need it the most, that is when you're going to open yourself up to the miracles. And that is when new opportunities will arise and be provided to you and that you can truly see the magical moments and even the worst of times. Um, Mm -hmm. It's quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. Something to keep in mind too is, well, I guess I know this because I'm working through it myself, but when you start to grow and evolve as a person, which is such a beautiful thing that we all get to experience. I think that's my favorite part of life so far is just experiencing and evolving and and learning. (laughs) Um, But when you do this, obviously you grow apart and grow closer to human beings. And when you're so used to being surrounded by a certain group of people or a tribe and you start to disconnect away from those people um it can feel lonely or you can feel like you have to continue continue living the same way as always just because that's what you know and that's what life has always been like um you can start to feel a little bit lost so something to keep in mind is that when you flow with your life plan and flow with what the universe is providing for you and, you know, embrace the things that light you up. Um, There's obviously a amplification happening for you in your body, in your energetic self. And this is growth in a good way. And even though you might feel like you're growing apart from people in your life, you must continue down your own path. Because when you grow, you're helping everyone else in your web grow as well. So there can be moments of feeling like you're growing apart from somebody, but it's important to realize and to know that, you know, life is meant to be lived and you are here living your life for you to follow through with what your soul is calling you to do in this lifetime. And you're blessed to get to share experiences with all the people you love and the friends that you have, but you cannot hold yourself back because of that. And um, yeah, just to keep in mind that, you know, at the end of the day, you really need to put yourself and your own priorities first because a separation a temporary separation between you and people you love at the end of the day is for the highest good and will ripple out into your matrix, into your group, into the world. And this is the way of the future. It really is. Um, There's a lot of shifts happening. There's a lot of growth happening for a lot of people and just honoring your soul self and honoring what your maximum potential is, um, is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I, (laughs) I've never talked to you about this, Lexi, but I want to see if you've ever experienced this as well, is it's recently, this has been happening to me, where is that I have become so much more confident in myself and, you know, my energy and been I've become very able to see energies that are less than in other people. So, you know, we still have to fill, we still have to have our friendships and our relationships and our work relationships and everything. But it's like lately, I've, I, I go into these conversations and it's like, yeah, yeah, this is all awesome. And then all of a sudden, this person starts telling me something that I know is not coming from their higher self. It's like, I can see it and like the words are coming out of their mouth and I know it's all bullshit. (laughs) And so it's almost like a little blur goes over their face and it's like, (laughs) and I literally don't, I like, 
I hear, I'm hearing what they're saying, but it's like not even going into my ears. And I just like, okay, yep, yep. And then I carry on and it's like, okay, accept this person in there for perfection and accept them where they're at and love them where they're at, but have the ability to bleep out the shit that you don't want to hear. And it's, it's, it's not that it's like stuff that, you know, they're telling you that is about you that you should be working on. It's, it's not about that. It's literally like my higher self is like blocking it out because it knows it's bullshit. I, I don't know. Have you ever experienced that? yeah I have actually and it seems like now more than ever even like you're saying just communicating with other people I mean I guess I'm just yes (laughs) (laughs) I feel that yeah when you're communicating with other people you you do it I communicate differently now I mean I really feel like I can just hold a my my brain isn't working. My words aren't working. <laughs> hold a space. Yeah, I can hold a space for myself. And when that happens, you are not going into a conversation thinking that you have to you know have have this mundane conversation like the small talk type conversation of disagreeing or asking silly questions but like when you can really converse with somebody and just like hold your own space it allows them to share share authentically share what they feel they need to release or talk about in that moment and it's almost like that's what it is you're having a conversation with Mm non-attachment I feel like I'm doing that all the time and it's so cool because exactly what you're saying does happen. I mean, when you're so non-attached, it's not like what somebody says is you could re- respond to that with an emotion or like even carry carry on with an emotion. It's just like, ah, like, okay, I understand, you know, I'm understanding where their brain is at right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe in, right now that person needs a little bit of help energetically or I can like you know just offer them a total open safe ear Mm -hmm. (laughs) to release into and like it's just really neat to be able to converse with such non-attachment to really whoever it is I mean I feel I feel that's been an interesting shift Mm mm-hmm I don't know how this conversation switched to relationships, but I like it. <laughs> um, I I have really realized as well that holding that space for people where they're at literally shifts their energy without them even knowing. So I have literally witnessed this um, in my relationship Um I used to be attached to everything that was said or done around me and I would take it to heart and I would feel bad. And, you know, I'm an empath. That's what we do, I guess. (laughs) And so say if my significant other, something had happened to him through the day or somebody said something and he was upset about it, I would take it on myself and be like, oh my God, uh," like, and I, I, it had nothing to do with me, but I would feel bad. And that's just silly really. So yeah, I chose non-attachment and to to just be there for that person where they're at, but not react or allow it to even like penetrate me emotionally. So it's like, okay, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, that, that really sucks. Like, hmm, like I'm, I, I'm, I'm just there. I'm just open and like listening, but I'm not letting it attached to me in any way and literally like a situation that used to probably be escalated you know he tells me I get upset about it it escalates then we're both agitated and we're both upset about it whereas like now if a situation like that happens he tells me I'm completely neutral he goes into neutral he doesn't even know (laughs) 
he goes into neutral and that situation just goes away because he goes into non-attachment because I really didn't give a shit. Even though I didn't use those words or say that, I was there for him in the way that I was before, but I'm not letting it get attached to me. And so my energy is shifting his energy and he doesn't even know. So it's amazing to like see this work in action and to know and trust that you can make a difference by being in non-attachment which is it's crazy (laughs) yeah that is so neat and I remember like even just being probably in my high school years and maybe a year after that I felt like for the few close friends that I did have it was almost often like they would turn to me when they just needed to vent or we're dealing with a dilemma and oh Lexi like Lexi always had something to say and it was almost like at times I felt like I was coaching my friends which I actually hated because even some of them would say like oh my gosh like it's like you're a therapist or something like you'd be so good at that and and I hated that at the time like I just want to be your friend I don't want to be your therapist I don't want to be your advice giver like I, I had I had a thing around that and I think it was totally because a like I was open to being a a resolver and like a finding solutions for people and I, I still I still definitely carry that in my heart, but I was not non-attached. Like I always felt like I had to have an answer for people's questions or their frustrations or worries. And I mean, I'm sure it was like beneficial at times, but also it like, it did, it took me away from like friendship to counselor. And that's like a weird thing to experience when you're so young. Um, But, but now I, I don't, feel that way at all and it's totally because just like we're explaining I go into situations experiences or conversations with a non-attached vibration and mentality Mm -hmm. mindset and it's almost like now I just hold a an open space for whatever to come up and when I do feel the urge to share or say something it's always like afterwards like well I mean I guess they needed to hear that I don't know really why I felt the need to say that but (laughs) I guess it's what they needed to hear like whereas before it was like hmm how can I help this person in this moment and like what do I need to say to you know make them feel better but now it's like I I don't even think about that at all Mm mm-hmm So that's an interesting, it's been an interesting shift for me because it went from like being so attached to a positive outcome for the person I was talking to, to now like just being so non-attached, but holding an empty slate for them to share or even just laugh or joke or do whatever and not feel the need to like help or fix but just like let it be and then share genuinely what I feel back I mean maybe it's not that different in the big picture but um it has been transformational for for me and myself yeah and there's so many different types of relationships that we have in our lives and you know we can practice non-attachment and get really good at it with your spouse or your friend or these people but I'm experiencing that it's something we need to choose again and again and again because we're gonna have these relationships that you know they come up and then we have to revisit that non-attachment like for me I'm I'm taking on um, card reading clients and doing some healing sessions and you know these people are coming to me to to help them and I want to give them the answers even though I know that the answers are not coming from me. They're coming through me. And I was getting attached. After all of this work with non-attachment, you get a new relationship or like some, it, it's just a different kind of relationship where somebody's, you know, going to pay you for your services. And then it's like, oh, 
this person's paying me. I like really need to help them. And then I've like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> so it's like an no, ever, a- yeah, it's like an ever evolving process because these, you know, your relationships change or something new comes up or, and it's like, okay, choose again, try again. Let's try this again. <laughs> Yeah, very good point. You definitely do need to continue checking in with yourself and and where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when that monkey brain turns on and you're, like Lexi said, you're loading, your brain is just sitting at that loading point, that oftentimes is, you know, your energy's off because you're in this state of, like, wheels turning, something's wrong, Um, Yeah, you're attached. Yes, you're attached to something. So reset. Use the infinities. Yeah. Violet flame. (laughs) Yeah, there's so many tools. Yeah. This is a really interesting conversation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, guys, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's kind of fun to just go in with non-attachment and just voice (laughs) yeah so uh please feel free to share this with your friends share it with somebody you love we love it if you rate and review our podcast it really helps more people hear our voices and get our message to more people so we will catch you next week thanks for tuning in Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Crystal Sisters podcast. This week it is Carly and I'm here doing a solo episode. I'm actually out camping, um, but I have been reading a lot and just having a lot of time for reflection and disconnecting from life, I guess you could say. I've had no service for five days, so it's been a cool experience and I'm really glad that I've just allowed myself to be completely present out here because there's um that's the only option but it's beautiful <laughs> um so this week I wanted to do a podcast on how to instantly energize yourself and the things that we do to ourselves unintentionally to block the energy flow within us so I have been reading the untethered soul And it's actually kind of funny because I purchased this book probably five years ago. And I always love going to chapters or indigo and buying books and looking for books. And I've always done this even though I didn't really realize it. But I just intuitively pick the books that I think that I or that I should read. Um... And so five years ago, I picked up this Untethered Soul book. And I remember then I tried to read it and I tried to get into it, but I was not resonating at all. I It sounded crazy to me that it was talking about this neurotic voice inside your head. And I guess I just wasn't at the point yet to really take in this book. Um... And then I have been chewing through the books lately, like reading a lot, and this book came around again, and of course, it is so fitting for everything I'm experiencing and going through right now. This book is just like talking, speaking to me on such a crazy level that I'm almost like mind blown, but that's happening more and more lately, so I guess I'm not super surprised. Um... So I guess I just wanted to put into my own words and my own language some of these takeaways from this book and the learnings from this book. And hopefully you guys can take away things from it as well. So it truly is a shame how little attention the Western world pays to the laws of inner energy. Um, We study energy all the time and we give great value to energy resources, but We totally ignore the energy that we have within and people honestly get a little uncomfortable thinking about it or talking about it, especially people who obviously are not familiar or don't know if they believe in it. It weirds people out. (laughs) 
But there truly is a source of energy that we can draw from within us. Um, And it's so energizing and so pure that it's almost like you don't even need food to fuel your body for energy because it's coming from within you. And that's something that's really cool to experience um, on this spirit on my spiritual growth journey, I'm experiencing this more and more and it truly is a beautiful thing to feel completely lit up from the inside out and you can just literally feel yourself exuding happiness and purity and (laughs) excitedness and then people pick up on that and you attract the right people to you who need to receive your gifts or whatever you're offering to the world um so this has been a really cool thing for me to like witness and work with and experience myself and I know that there's so many other people out there experiencing this as well and just to like remember those feelings of what did it feel like the last time you were so lit up and excited Like, were you thinking about anything else or were you just in the midst of feeling this amazing feeling of love and gratitude and excitement and enthusiasm? So this book also talks a lot about consciousness and if we really step back and clearly see the that throughout life objects are passing in front of us and before us and these it's passing in front of us on three levels mental emotional and physical so when we're not centered in our consciousness um we get pulled into one of those categories mental emotional or physical um and then we we get drawn into that and focus solely on that one aspect But when we start to explore consciousness instead of forms, you realize that your consciousness only appears to be small and limited. That's not what I wanted to say. But when you reach that level of high consciousness... Objects and things pass in front of you and you're just there to experience them. And see them moving past and be completely present in the next thing that's coming. You're completely present and just watching all of these things unfold unfold in your life. So in order to feel completely open and energized... There really is a simple method. (laughs) And that simple method is to never close. So closing yourself off is a habit. And as we know, habits can be broken, which is a great thing for us. So basically, we are programmed to open or close based on our past experiences, based on things that have happened in, t- in the past where you've had a good experience or a bad experience with something, you open your energy field or you close it and close it down. So the more that you learn to stay open, the more energy that can flow within you and into you and you have to practice opening simply by not closing. <laughs> So we we close because we think that this protects us, um, but it really doesn't. It just cuts us off from our own inner source of energy. And in the end, and in the end, this only serves to lock us inside of ourselves. Um, this is...
So we need to pay attention to when we do feel love and that strong enthusiasm. And then ask ourselves, you know, why can't I feel this all of the time? Because you totally can. And it just comes from never closing off or never being closed. So doing this work can actually affect the health of our bodies as well um, because of this inner energy flow. So I have actually practiced this before without even knowing it, but say you feel a cold coming on or feel like you're about to get sick. Um, The last time I experienced this was actually when I was traveling to Portugal. So, um, you know, you're on the plane for a long amount of time, you're squished in with all these people and that really affects like a highly sensitive person like myself. Um, Also, air conditioning really affects my health and um, I'm just super sensitive to it and can get really sick, quite sick from it. So I got to Portugal and I noticed that I was starting to feel like I was getting that air conditioning sickness. I was just like getting groggy and foggy and like my nose was running like crazy. And and all I did was recognize, okay, I'm starting to get sick and I'm on holidays and I really don't want this to happen to me now. So what did I do? I just allowed myself to open and relax and of course, um, realizing that, you know, you are starting to be sick and um, sickness comes from lack and like a lower energy frequency. And I guess I just realized that I was in a lower energy state by closing myself off from being in airports and being around so much, so many people and just, you know, tired and jet lag. We just tend to close ourselves off and that is something that I obviously need to work through as well. Um, But by relaxing and opening through this experience, um, I brought more energy into my system and this can literally heal you. So by the next day, all of my sickness symptoms had gone away simply by relaxing and opening and opening my heart again, fixing my energy again. And my body said, thank you. And this, this, these symptoms all went away, which is really amazing that we have that much effect over the health of our physical bodies just by, you know, energetic changes and shifts within us. Um, so energy flow within the body is called a number of different things in different cultures and languages. Um, it can be called Shakti in yoga. Uh, It can be called spirit or chi. So depending on, you know, what you've read or what you know or what you've learned, it can be called numerous things. Um, So the heart, it closes off. Okay, so what happens when we close off is our heart closes because it becomes blocked by stored or unfinished energy patterns from our past. Um, This is a big thing that I'm working through and I know a lot of other people in my life are as well. And I guess it's kind of um, the work that has to be put in Um, with like spiritual growth and just growth in life in general. Um, So yeah, when the heart closes, it becomes blocked by stored unfinished energy patterns from your past. So we are meant to take in experiences and allow ourselves to experience them and then let them pass through so that there we are fully present in the next moment. So if you live fully in this state, you would be a fully aware being. And this is how a so-called awakened being lives in the now. By allowing experiences to just pass in front of you, you to experience them and take learnings from them without dwelling or sticking on them. And being just completely present. 
So just like imagine if you were so fully present during every experience of your life that it was able to touch you to the depth of your being. Uh, That sounds really amazing to me. So when we resist an experience, it gets stuck and then it turns into a problem. Um, So when we are born, we don't have any of these stuck energy patterns within us. We are born as a clean slate. But as we experience life, um, things come up for us where we either experienced something good and got a positive experience from it and then we're kind of like, wanting to continue experiencing that thing by chasing the same thing to get that high or experience or we experience something negative and we do everything that we can to never have that come up again because it was painful so then in the long term if something comes up for you it was painful and it stuck and it blocked your energy, um, that energy cannot make it through us, and it is pushed out of the forefront of our mind and held in our heart until we are prepared to release it. So just think about how many things have affected you in your life and how many things there probably are stuck in your heart center that are just waiting to be released. So Recently, within our world, there's been a lot of changes and, you know, upheaval and all of these things going on. And I know so many people have been, like, triggered by things that are going on right now. So, when you are triggered, that is something that was, has blocked your heart. And it's coming up again as a pattern. And every time this comes up, it's allowing us to change how we are affected by this and let it go. Or shove it back down for it to come up again. (laughs) So when these energy patterns are stuck within our heart, um, if they come up again or they're triggered by something, first they try to release through the mind. So this is why the mind becomes so active and starts running all over the place. Um, but these thoughts have to compete with a lot of other thoughts because we always have a lot going on in our minds. And if we do not address the problem in our mind, then it goes, um, to the heart where it turns into an emotional response. Okay, so if you experience something that is kind of is a negative thing, um, these this stuck energy pattern, it first tries to release itself through the mind. Um, and it, it does this by like doing that really busy mind, active mind, thinking about it, your mind is racing. But we have a lot of other thoughts that go through our mind every day. And if this um this trigger isn't addressed in the mind, then it goes to the heart. And this is where an emotional response is created. And this is where those shitty feelings of like that low, deep, dense energy comes from. Um, And then if this thing still isn't addressed and you just pack it away, then it leaves an imprint on your heart which will result from this trigger still being there and it coming up again if you experience something that does trigger it. So then these unfinished energy patterns actually end up running our lives and we don't even realize it at all. We don't even know what is in our heart, what is stuck there until it comes up and we show ourselves that it actually did affect you in your past. So if these events build up in our heart enough, um, we can find ourselves in a very deep state of depression. So this is this is where depression comes from. You've got all of this stuff that you just shoved down and it's attached to your heart and it will not let any light in. 
because any light has to be filtered through dark and it just shades it all out. Um, so this is a really interesting way to look at depression and I'm not an expert on depression so I'm not um, saying that this is the end all be all or the answer because I don't feel like I have the grounds to stand on because I have never experienced that deep dark depression but from the perspective of this book that is part of the basis of depression is having all of these um, deep dense hard feelings just build up build up build up and never be dealt with in a proper way to release them so we can also cling to positive impressions Um, If we don't want them to go away. So there are two ways to block the heart. And it's by clinging or blocking. And clinging creates situations where when these things are stimulated, they release a positive energy. So you get this good feeling off of clinging to things that made you feel good in the past. And that's why you stay in that cycle of clinging to these things but it's actually blocking your heart by doing this so you're we're either trying to push energies away because they bother us or we're trying to keep energies close because we like them in both of these cases we are not letting them just pass by us and experiencing them and we are wasting precious energy by blocking the flow blocking our energy flow and that's yeah by blocking or clinging so I'd like to give an example of this clinging um of clinging and let's say you had a very amazing experience with golden retrievers so you had a golden retriever in your life that you absolutely loved and he was the best dog ever and he eventually died of old age and this was really sad for you and he was just the best dog ever so then you try to get another golden retriever because you have such a fond memory of your last golden retriever but this new dog is very difficult and runs away and doesn't listen and you were you were simply clinging to your past experience of having an amazing golden retriever that you had to get another golden retriever instead of looking at like you know the qualities that your old dog had you just had to get that exact same breed. So that's just a simple example of clinging. And we're actually blocking the energy flow by jumping into something that may not have been right for us. So the highest state that we've ever experienced is simply the result of how open you were at that time. So we need to not sell ourselves short. Our inner energy flows can go on and on and on and on for all of our time with unending inspiration, unending love, and unending openness. This is the natural state of a healthy heart. Pure abundance. Abundant. Abundantness? Abundance. (laughs) Pure abundance. And this is available to you simply by releasing those blockages. Okay, so next things we're going to talk about is how do we release these, you know, blockages or clinging. So say we have an experience where an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend drove this certain car and they left you and it was a painful experience. So now, five years down the road, you're with somebody else, you're very happy, you're having an amazing day, you guys are going on vacation, and then you see the exact car that your ex-girlfriend had. And you might not even recognize the car, but you were triggered by it. 
from a past experience and then you start getting upset and short and you are not at as high of a state as you were before you saw that car. So these reoccurring things come up so that this trigger can finally be dealt with. And how do we deal with this? We simply watch it. Separate yourself from this. And this is the way that I've been shown lately to do this, is it's almost like our mental state, our mental thoughts, the crazy little voice inside your head is at the front of your head. And when you are in a very connected state, you are literally standing behind that voice. You are just witnessing it. It is not, that voice is not you. You are completely separate from that voice and you are just there experiencing what that voice is saying. So when you, I I do this so many times a day is I just sit myself back down behind that voice and it's like I'm residing behind it and that is where my true self is. Um, so it, it is a lot about separating yourself from that inner voice, like the one with ego and that's nitpicking everything and t- bringing you down when things should be good. <laughs> that voice isn't you. Um, that voice is inside your head, but it's almost like a crazy best friend that gives you the worst advice possible. So just by separating yourself from that voice... Standing in yourself, your higher self behind that voice and allowing the experience to pass by you and through you in unattachment. So we are detaching from the effects of this experience and letting it go by. That is simply how to heal these blockages. And it is not our job to to try to go back and think of everything that we could have ever blocked our ourselves with, they will just come and you will just allow them to flow. And soon, after a few times of this, you will barely have to think about setting yourself back. It will just happen. And these will just flow out of you, flow through you, and be released from you. And if anything new comes up, you do not let it blo- yourself block it or cling to it. You allow yourself to experience it in non-attachment, in physical, emotional, and mental. And you just allow it to go by you and experience it. So... So in no time, you will be increasing your vibration, increasing your inner energy because you're not allowing any blockages to happen. And when they do come up for you, you're releasing them and letting them go, which doesn't affect your high state. It doesn't bring you down. It allows you to stay elevated and looking at life from a higher perspective. So I just want to do a short exercise now to help instantly energize you wherever you're at. Um, I don't, this isn't like a meditation. So I, I, I believe you should be able to do it with your eyes open where whatever you're doing. Um, But I just want to like us to. So this exercise can really be done no matter what you're doing, uh, no matter where you're at with your eyes open or closed, but I just want you to breathe into your heart center. Breathe, just like feel the breath come into you and allow yourself to like look and see what color of energy you're pulling into yourself. 
or that you're guided to breathe in. Uh, it might be purple, it might be pink, it might be blue, it might be green. Whatever your heart needs, breathe that color of energy into your heart. Hold it for like four seconds and then slowly blow it out through your mouth. So breathe a long breath in through your nose, hold for four seconds out through your mouth. And so you're just pulling a color of energy into your heart, holding it there, allowing it to do its job, and then releasing whatever does not belong there out to be regenerated again. So I'll do this with you right now. (laughs) So we're going to breathe in. Uh, The color that I see is pink for my heart. Um, So I'm going to breathe pink in for four seconds. So let's go, guys. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. So this is a way to literally energize yourself within how long was that four eight twelve seconds (laughs) so simple so easy um it will help in situations where maybe you do feel triggered or you need to remind yourself not to cling or not to allow something to block you so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode If this episode resonated with you and you know somebody else who you think would benefit from this, please screenshot this podcast and send it to them. Um, We are trying to grow this podcast and help as many people as we can. So any help along our journey would be so greatly appreciated. We're so thankful that you are here listening to this and we will see you next week. Bye guys.